Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? You are tuned into the newest edition of the Punchlist MMA podcast. I am co-host Dale Lippin, in here with my blue shirt brethren, Trey Van Buskirk. What's going on, Playboy? Nothing, man. I uh, I put up a poll. Uh, we wanted to know why we delayed the episode one day. Surprisingly, every single person got it right. And that's yeah. weird because you always look like the most put-together professional man on the planet. True. But we did delay an episode uh, one day. What was the reasoning for that, Dale? I went to uh, I went to a concert. Uh, I did a very poor job of letting you know. So we were unable to make uh, necessary, or as John Anik says, the requisite adjustments uh, <laughs> to record around that. So uh, I went to a concert last night with the wife, and we delayed taping by a day. Well, I don't want to make you feel worse, but I'm going to give you a little insight as to what happened to me last night. Okay. So normally on Tuesday nights when we do record, I'm able to hold myself up into my office, talk MMA, talk about the week prior, have a good old time with my boy Dale here. Mm-hmm. What was I subject to last night? What was the most infamous thing that went down on Tuesday night on uh, March 10th? Are you aware? I unfortunately am painfully unaware of what happened last night. Oh, so you are not the bachelor finale. Bachelor finale. finale. Yes. I was forced to watch that absolute garbage last night. It's not true. Oh yeah. No, I was forced. No, anybody that, anybody that follows your personal, personal social media account knows that your family does bachelor watch parties every week and you are always in attendance. There is, 
God, I don't even have anything. Yes, I know. Okay, fine, Dale. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. If a free, if you can get a free bottle of wine sent over your house and you have to put yourself through that garbage, it is what it is. Yes, right. I drank wine. Yes, I watched Barb absolutely just destroy her son on Bachelor Nation. But we're here now, and I'm excited to get more into a man town type sport, which is mixed martial arts. So let's let's get uh, into this. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of men, Happy let's talk. Back. Let's talk about carnivores real quick. Uh, I know Barb was seeing red last night, but you can see red too. Run me through real quick. Fight night, Saturday night. You cooked up some steak classy meats. How was that? I did. Uh, we talked that I was going to make my bison sausage, and I did. It was unbelievable. Uh, put four links there on the Traeger grill. Put some Dijon mustard and a little bit of barbecue sauce. Put some toothpicks in those bad boys. It is crazy. When you get that bison sausage, because it's so plump, it's so moist. And if you have a Traeger grill, you can yeah. just, it's cheating. It's its a full-on cheat code. You put yeah. the probe in there, you know exactly, you put it at 165. I pulled it off, and it was just euphoria in my mouth. It's so funny. And it's, 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 it's ridiculous because it's an ad read, but it's also ridiculous because it's true. But you can genuinely taste the difference when it's like high-quality no GMO, no antibiotic, harvested on site, never was in a truck traveling across the country to a slaughterhouse meat. It's so crazy. Like you, like, you go to like a regular grocery store and get like, oh, I'm going to go get a steak from the store. It is not even, I promise you, guys, I promise you, it is not even close. I, I you know, I feel like I want to put a money back guarantee on their stuff. Like I'm so confident in the way I feel that people will perceive their product that I wish I was in the position to say, I'll give you your money back if you don't like it. Now, obviously I can't do that. The logistics would be a nightmare, but still like that's how confident I feel about it. Use the code fist, get 10% off your entire order. It's absolutely fantastic. All right. Speaking of meat, uh, you know, we've got high quality, no GMO, nothing in it perfect meat here in america through stay classy meats but if you want some tainted meat you go to brazil which is where the fights are at this saturday night we got ufc brasilia Oliveira versus lee kevin lee going back into the wolves den yet again um remember he said that you know uh wolves are comfortable amongst other wolves last time he fought uh in brazil which is just the most Kevin Lee thing possible to say. Um, but anyway, Kevin Lee's taking on Charles Dubronx Oliveira. I'm going to be honest with you, Trey, full disclosure, these are my two, outside of Greg Hardy, these are the my two least favorite guys on the UFC roster. You're not a fan of Kevin Lee? I don't like Kevin Lee at all. <sighs> Kevin Lee reminds me of kind of like an Aaron Pico in the fact that he came out on stage and was just thrown to the wolves. Granted, he didn't keep it conservative in regards to his the way he spoke about other fighters. Mm. He was very flamboyant, which mm -hmm. makes, you know, a little distaste. But, dude, Kevin Lee is legit, and you can't discount that. His wrestling is unbelievable. We'll get into the fight against Charles Oliveira, but he is he is legit. I mean, statistically speaking, in quality of competition, yes, Kevin Lee is one of the best fighters on the planet Earth. Um, but I, I just cannot stand a guy that thinks he's – one win away from a title shot, the uncrowned. I just, everything from his stupid haircut to his chronic staph infections to <laughs> every time he opens his mouth, I, he drives me nuts. Same thing with Charles Oliveira. I, I hate the fact that he barely ever fights outside of Brazil. 
I don't like the fact that he just, I don't like his nickname. I, you've heard me say on many different shows, I cannot stand the nickname Du Bronx. I don't know what it means. I don't like it. It's something about his face. It's a very punchable face. I just don't, I don't dig on him at all. Um, I think it harkens back to when I saw him fight live and he it was like an illegal knee. Uh, I forget who he hit with it, uh, but it just, he drives me nuts, man. I don't, I just don't like him. It's just something about him just rubs me the wrong way. And I could I could talk about how much I don't like him all day, so I don't want to do that. We're going to move on. Um, let's let's get into this card. UFC Brasilia, I mean, look, kicking off. Th- th- this is a card where you and I are a little back and forth on some stuff, but I think we're unanimous on this. John McDessie taking on Francisco Trinaldo. Mac- McDessie at 17-6, and six, Trinaldo at 24-7. and seven. Trinaldo's at a minus 170 favorite here, and I like Trinaldo in this fight, man. What do you think? Well, it's funny you you were harping on Kevin Lee so much because three years ago, what happened? Kevin Lee sub- submitted Francisco Trinaldo. Yeah, that's when he said the wolf thing. The wolf, wolves are whatever with wolves. So, but he's fought he's fought top competition. You know, it's the guy. When you look at this fight, you look at I, I like to say uh, poise. You know, these are the type of fights where there could be a lot of anger, there are a lot of angst and a lot of urgency. Francisco Ternaldo, he's fought the higher competition. He knows how to stay poised in the pocket. I mean, this guy, from a striking perspective, you know, he'll stay in the pocket. He'll know when to strike. He won't come out wild. Now, on the other end, you've got a guy that's absolutely gotten murdered before. Lando, Venata, uh, Cowboy Cerrone. This guy, I mean, you want to talk about define CTE. You got John's face pictured right there in the dictionary this guy is a little bit wild and if he gets clipped he can be a little overtly aggressive in this type of fight i always like to go with a guy that's a little bit poised a little more seasoned kind of get get in there and get out yeah i mean don't forget mcdessie uh lost to kevin lee as well so it's a battle of two guys that both both lost to kevin lee um but yeah, I agree with your statement here. I think Trinaldo will be the more poised fighter. I think he'll be able to keep it under control. Um, you know, obviously, anytime you have Brazilians fighting in Brazil, you've got to factor in two things: one, the crowd, and two, the judges. Notorious bad decisions have been handed out all over the country of Brazil. Uh, so I assure you, every time there's a Brazilian fighter fighting on Saturday night, they've got more than a 50% chance of winning that fight, especially if it goes the distance. Um, so that being said although mcdessey has been decimated he also is rather durable with decision wins over guys like jim miller and decision losses over guys like james vick um you know he can no i'm sorry i'm th- i'm thinking about, i'm thinking about trinaldo that's my fault um mcdessey is durable but he, he has been knocked out um trinaldo's got the loss to james vick and the win over um Shit, what's the guy's name? Jim Miller. I just said it. There you go. Um, I, th- I still think that I still think that uh, Masaranduba, if you will, uh, Francisco Trinaldo is going to get it done. I think he I think he gets uh, McDessie out of there. Actually, yeah. I mean, if even even look at fights that he's actually lost. Um, Alexander Hernandez. There While that go. fight was yeah. going on, I mean, if you looked at it, he lost that. I think it was a split decision. The whole time he had Alexander Hernandez like backing up because he would right. stay in the pocket, pressure him. This guy's going to come to fight, but he's going to be selective in his shot. So I think this is a good fight for uh, Francisco Trinaldo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a good fight. I like him at that price too, at minus one seventy. I think that's I think that's a good play. Uh, 
getting him at minus 170, you can still play that fairly heavy. So let's talk about hype. Johnny Walker taking on Nikita Krylov. Krylov obviously is 26 and 7. Johnny Walker 17 and 4. The hype train slightly derailed with the Corey Anderson loss, but now we see Johnny Walker back. Does he get it done on Saturday night against Nikita Krylov as a, as a small favorite? I they've gone back and forth on this a couple of times. I was definitely on the hype train. Um, the question is, what type of fighter are we going to see Johnny Walker as? Is he going to be selective with his striking? Is he going to work within the clinch? Or is he just going to be a freaking madhouse like he was against Corey Anderson, slip up, become vulnerable, and get knocked the fuck out? You know, Nikita Krylov is is scary. He's super scary, and he matches up really well against Johnny Walker. So I could see this line getting even closer as it gets as it gets uh, you know to Saturday. But Johnny Walker, new gym in Montreal. Um, I think, you know, he's going to be a little bit more toned down than he was against Corey Anderson. I just, I don't, I don't like this matchup for him at all. Yeah, I think it's tough. I definitely think this is an upset alert. Krelov sitting at a plus 120 right now. It's something to pay attention to. Over on rounds is definitely going to come in at one and a half. I, I kind of like a small play on the over here. I'm not suggesting that we play that. It's obviously not an official play, but I, with, with the tutelage of uh, Faraz Zahabi, I think that they're going to try to slow him down. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to make it a kickboxing fight. They're going to try to extend it a little bit. And when they do that, if they want to take Krylov out into the you know the deep waters and sort of you know because Krylov's expecting the blitz, right? If you're Krylov, mm-hmm. you are that your whole game plan is survive the first three minutes and then get him out of there afterwards. It really throw everything for a loop if Walker came out and fought a more measured. Uh, approach or t- took a more measured approach to the fight rather under the tutelage of a guy like Faraz Sahabi that's definitely an option uh, curious to see what it comes in at with the over one and a half that might be something uh, worth paying attention to just for those that are looking for some outside action on this fight Krilov is definitely capable of winning this fight Walker obviously very capable of winning this fight but I think the over under on rounds at one and a half could be a super sleepy play here for this fight. As you're saying that, I really, really like that play because Krylov hates guys that move forward. So what he's going to do is try and pick and move around the parameter. It's right. exactly what you said. So the first round, you could essentially just mitigate that and just say, hey, it's out the window. Like that's not much action is going to happen. He's going to run around. So yeah. if it is one and a half, I think that's a great play. Yeah, he's going to try to frame off and move and get him out of the way, maybe throw a couple things, work inside leg kicks, try to slow Johnny Walker down. Walker's going to take a more hunting-style measured kickboxing approach. I'd expect a lot of front kicks, teep kicks, things of that nature. And then as the fight goes on, things will probably loosen up quite a bit. You'll see a lot more like spinning back fists and high kicks and things of that nature. But it's a Johnny Walker fight. It might be over in the first three seconds. We have no idea. So that's why, <laughs> exactly. we're, that's why we're not sitting here saying, play this, play that. You have no idea what to expect with that guy. I feel like Johnny um, Walker has this, like, Michelle Pereira aura to him. I don't know he why. He does. No, he yeah. does. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Freaking 100%. Do- doppelganger going on there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So featherweight matchup coming up next. Demir Hadzovic taking on Hanato Moicano. Hadzovic's a finisher, man. 13-5. and five. Uh, Moicano at 13-3-1. Moicano obviously looking like a killer. Was one fight away from a title shot before getting bested by Brian Ortega. Look, man, I love this fight. I think this is a, this is a banger. Um, you know, 
Moicano's coming off back-to-back losses. TKO's, mind you, to Korean Zombie and Jose Aldo. My opinion, I think the Aldo fight was stopped a little premature. They probably could have let that one go a little bit. Hedzovic, mm-hmm. on the other hand, uh, the silent killer, if you will, man. The Bosnian bomber coming off a loss to Christos Yagos, but prior to that slept Marco Polo Reyes, but who hasn't? A hard sneeze can. Um, split decision win over Nick Hine and the don't forget the super knee knockout over Marcin held a few years back. Marcin was going for the Iminari role and lost consciousness about three quarters of the way through. Um, (laughs) So Demir Hedzovic taking on Honado Mokano. Obviously Mokano has the much higher pedigree of opponent and he's a heavy favorite here. Um, Some books see him as high as minus three thirty. What do you think for this fight? (laughs) I think you were very selective in rattling off Hanato uh, Mokano's uh, win-loss opponents. <laughs> There's one you're missing there, sir. What's that? Well, he had a win over probably your favorite person on the UFC roster. But everybody knows that, so we don't have to talk about it. So we can just go into the bets. I want to hear you say it. I will not say it. You say You make me do this with your eye of favor all day long. So you are going to say... Who does Hinato Moicano have a win over? I'm sorry, a little louder? Swanson. Ah, Cub Swanson. <laughs> Hinato Moicano, he's you know, he's moving up to 155, so you gotta be a little bit weary about that. He's a great 145er, but he's got an amazing ground game. So I think that he does get it done. I think that's why he's a heavy favorite. The guy's fast, great ground game. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long night for Demir for sure. This is a 155 matchup. It's a 155. Yep. Oh, then I love Moicano even more. Yeah, I love him. I love him even more than I didn't know that. Okay, yeah, Moicano. Like I said, he's a massive favorite. Not really sure what the value is on this fight. Um, if you feel a certain type of way about Hadzovic or love playing big dogs, sure, go for it. But I'm not touching this fight. I agree. All right, co-main yep. event. Gilbert Burns, who's on an absolute tear, um, taking on Damian Maya, the human backpack himself. And that's saying a lot, considering Juicy A. Formiga's on this fight, or on this card as well. Damian Maya, 28-9. Gilbert Burns, 17-3. Obviously, Gilbert Burns has the momentum. Damian Maya has the resume. Damian Maya is a sizable underdog in this fight, which is usually gold for the betting public. What do you think going on with this fight? Damian Maya, plus 155. Ah, it's so hard to bet against Damian Maya. It really is. You got to think 22 and 9 in the UFC. That's 32 fights. This guy is freaking Hall of Fame all day long. The question is what type of Damian Maya are we going to see in the later part of his career? This is a guy that when he starts a fight, he's a bat out of hell, but that always works against him. He blows his load in the first round, and then hopefully he gets to the ground where he can find a submission, utilize his ground game, his massive frame. I just think it's going to be tough to get Gilbert Burns down. Gilbert Burns is going to be much quicker. Gilbert Burns is going from 155 to 170, so he's going to be way faster. His striking's way better. We know that. So if he can mitigate that that takedown, knock it on the ground, move around, utilize his striking, I think Gilbert Burns got a great shot here. But... <laughs> Can you really ever bet against Damian Maya? I would not recommend betting against Damian <laughs> Maya. Um, yeah. Obviously, at some point, Damian Maya's age is going to show. Maybe it's this fight. 
Maybe it's not. Coming off a, a submission win over Ben Askren, won a majority decision in a fight I thought he lost against Anthony Rocco Martin. But prior to that, he destroyed Lyman Good. And Lyman Good looks like the type of guy that haunts your dreams. And Damian Maya submitted him in the first round. Uh, the last three losses that Damian Maya's had in the last six years have come against Kamara Usman, Colby Covington, and Tyron Woodley. Outside of that, yeah. the last time Damian Maya lost a fight, Outside of that, the last time that Damian Maya lost a fight was to um, Rory McDonald in 2014. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. <laughs> so, you know, if you're looking at guys that Damian's lost to in the last six-plus years, uh, you're looking at Rory McDonald, Tyron Woodley, Colby Covington, and Kamar Usman. Every other person he's beat. That's Neil Magny, that's Gunnar Nelson, Matt Brown, Carlos Condit, Jorge Masvidal, Lyman Good, Rocco Martin, and Ben Askren. That's a heck of a resume <laughs> um, over the last couple of years. At plus 155, to me, that seems like a betters. Uh, that's an enticement, if you will. Uh, that I don't want to say it's a wet dream, but it's definitely it's definitely a peek at a magazine or a website you probably shouldn't be looking at. I would definitely consider playing Damian Maya at 155, but the fact that he's 42 going on 43 makes me think that maybe, just maybe, Father Time is catching up with him, and because of that, I'm staying away from this fight. Yeah, I don't even want to touch that. No way. All right, so here's a fight that we do want to play. Kevin Lee versus Charles Oliveira for the main event, man. Um, you know, Kevin Lee obviously coming down to Brazil fighting uh, Charles Oliveira in what will be the most hostile of environments. Kevin, the Motown Phenom, 18 and 5. Charles Dubronx at 28 and 8. Both of these guys are, well, I don't want to say Kevin Lee's on a tear. He's coming off a big win over Gregor Gillespie. Charles Oliveira is actually the one on a tear with, uh, what is he, six in a row now? One, two, <laughs> yeah, six, one six in a row. Um, he is absolutely going bananas right now, and he's fighting a killer in Kevin Lee. It's definitely a jiu-jitsu versus wrestling fight at its core. What do you think here? This is this is one where I feel like the past couple of weeks, it's just like you're praying to the MMA gods, please, everyone, make weight. And that's always the biggest concern with Kevin Lee. Is he going to make weight? And depending on how hard that cut is, that's really going to play into a five-round fight. He has no gas tank. He, you know, he struggles to make weight. I, I really got to see how this fight comes comes to fruition on uh, on Friday. See how he weighs in. But you know what I do like is he's definitely the better striker. I like uh, Charles Oliveira in the clinch. He's really good with his elbows. You know, he's got some great, great Muay Thai, some great knees, but. You know, if it's going to be a striking fest, I like Kevin Lee. I think his wrestling will mitigate, you know, anything that's going to go on the ground from a BJJ perspective for Charles Oliveira. But if, in fact, it goes to the ground and you've got Charles Oliveira there, that's where it's going to get really dirty. And that could be really yeah. threatening to Kevin Lee. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, and Oliveira has a history of being knocked out. Uh, he was obviously knocked out by Cowboy Cerrone. He was knocked out. Uh, well, there's an injury the Max Holloway fight. Um, he was submitted by Anthony Pettis and Ricardo Lamas and was knocked out by Paul Felder. And he was knocked out by somebody else, too. I'm trying to remember who it was. Oh, yeah, Cub Swanson sent him into the shadow realm, as Cub Swanson is known oh, to dear. do. <laughs> so, God. Um, 
<laughs> you couldn't just let the episode go by. No, no, I could plug. not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Kevin Lee, obviously, with quality wins over, in my opinion, probably a better pedigree of opponents. He's going to be the bigger man on Saturday night coming off a big win over Gregor Gillespie. Kevin Lee can be submitted and he can be decisioned. Um, you know, Tony Ferguson beat him with a triangle. Rafael Dos Anjos beat him with an arm triangle. Um, it, it is possible, you know, uh, and Oliveira is going to try to, you know, do something creative to get Kevin Lee out of there. My play for this fight is inside the distance. Kevin Lee doesn't have the gas tank. Charles Oliveira doesn't have the durability. I think it gets done inside the distance. That's what I think is the best play for this fight. Yeah, for sure. Especially with Kevin Kevin Lee's weight issues, no gas tank. Yeah, Charles Oliveira will make this ugly. That is the safest play for yeah. sure. Yeah, so official play, Kevin Lee, Charles Oliveira, inside the distance. We do have some other plays that we want to go over on the show, but actually they are um, outside of the Francisco Trinaldo. That's main card two. That's one of our plays. So Francisco Trinaldo, if you're keeping score, Francisco Trinaldo, money line. Kevin Lee, Charles Oliveira, inside the distance. Two more plays that we want to talk about, but they're prelim fights. Uh, Eliza Zaleski Dos Santos is coming back, taking on the Russian and Alexei Konchenko. Zaleski Dos Santos is at a minus 130. Pedigree of opponent-wise, regardless of the fact that Konchenko is a killer, Zaleski Dos Santos is making that comeback after the Lee Jingliang fight, and he's doing it in his hometown. I think he gets it done against Alexei Konchenko. What do you think? Yeah, 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 absolutely. You said it's all under the marquee. I, I like that play. There's nothing more to say to it. That's that's pretty solid. Yeah, Konchenko's at twenty and one. Listen, he's no, he's no slouch whatsoever, and he's a big, strong dude. But he's coming off a unanimous decision loss to Gilbert Burns, obviously uh, in the co-main event there. But he looked like crap against Gilbert Burns. Uh, it was unanimous, twenty nine, twenty eight. He's muscle bound and has the ability to continue to put a put a pace on people, but I think Zaleski Dos Santos hits too hard. He's too creative with his strikes, and he's going to get him out of there. Uh, minus 130 for the hometown kid in Zaleski Dos Santos. Last play of the night, Veronica Macedo taking on Bay Malecki. Veronica Macedo 6-3-1, and one, making her long-awaited to turn. Bay Malecki coming in at 2-0 and oh with a win last time she fought on a Gustafson card. Uh, Gustafson Teixeira, I think it was, um, where she beat... I'm going to butcher this name, Duda Santana, Duda Santana, something like that. No, <laughs> Gustafson Smith, not Gustafson Teixeira, sorry. Um, but Duda Santana, she, Bay, uh, Bay Malecki got the win there. She's massive, man, for this weight class, um, you know, sitting at 5'11". She's a big, strong female. But she's taken on quite the little phenom with the, with the cult following online, Veronica Macedo at 6 and 3. Uh, obviously, the size discrepancy there, but but Veronica Macedo is coming off a submission win over Pollyanna Viana, and uh, a few years back had a knockout of Ashley Evans Smith via elbows. I like Macedo in this fight. Yeah, I like Macedo too. Also, I mean, you're going into somewhat en- enemy territory. You're traveling from Sweden. Granted, you are five eleven. You've got a massive frame, but that's not going to help you when you really don't have that much of a ground game. You know, Macedo's got that ground game. So while well, unless she can kind of you know pin lay and pray i think uh, veronica masita gets this done uh, on the ground yeah i mean it's as close to a hometown fight for masita as she can get i mean she is venezuelan so you are getting that you know that south american flair and in this regard when it's sweden versus venezuela venezuela is going to get the pop in brazil more so than sweden is i think this is a pretty close to a, as about as close to a hometown fight 
as Masita is likely to ever see in the UFC. Um, you know, I know she's anxious to get back inside the cage. We saw her in August with that win over Pollyanna Viana, and she's trying to build on that momentum. I think she gets it done here, man. I like her at the price. You can get her at minus 180. I think that's a good play. Uh, so we'll wrap it up with that. Veronica Macedo at minus 180. And the what was the other one we just said? My brain is blanking here. Oh, Aleski Dos Santos at minus 130. We'll take... Francisco Trinaldo at minus 170, and the Kevin Lee, Charles Oliveira main event inside the distance for official plays for this weekend. I like it. I want to throw in there. This is not an official play, but just for, you know, word for the wise, Ronnie Yaya, Enrique Barzola. I used to train under Ronnie in San Diego. The guy's obviously in a BJJ freaking wizard. Uh, I've always been spectacle about his striking. If it gets to the ground, that's a great thing. But the problem is Enrique Bazola is a freaking heavy dude for the division. He's got a big frame. Uh, he's from AKA, so you know he's wrestling with Khabib in DC or at least picking up tips. So for Ronnie to actually try and engage, get a takedown, and then utilize jiu-jitsu is going to be tough. You got Enrique Bazola who's got way better striking. So you've got a striker versus a grappler. You know, scenario going here. I really like Enrique. I hate going against old coaches, but you got to look at what's going on and what's going on at AKA. Granted, Ronnie's at ATT, but you just watch him recently, and he's just not taking the striking where he needs to get it to be uh, to be a UFC competitor. So I like Enrique in that. Uh, but you know, again, that's confliction in style, so that could be a tough one. Right. Your beard's looking good, by the way. Thank you. I wish you'd Thank grow you. it out a little bit. Oh, you wish I'd grow it out a little bit? Yeah. Well. How about I do this? How about I take out my Manscaped razor right here? Is that the lawnmower 3.0? It is. And why don't I just... Oh, that's like butter. That's literally oh, coming that. right off your face. Coming right off. <laughs> now, <laughs> when I think about this, I think I probably shouldn't have used this for my growing area last right. week. Yeah, it's not You've got to buy two not... of these, though. Right. got to buy two. So if you buy two... You could get 20% off two times. Am I right, Dale? I believe so. Two separate orders, though. Okay. So here, here's what people listening can't see, is you don't have the guard on that. Well, <laughs> I'm a risk taker, Dale. Well, no, here's the thing, is with that anti-snag technology on the lawnmower 3.0, you are literally, this is what I was talking about, you can be as carefree as you want to be with that thing. Yeah. It's reckless. You're being reckless right now. Your average oh, yeah. person that uses a, a trimmer like that, especially because you got that weird chin thing, yeah. would be absolutely, they're having some sort of small anxiety attack. It's actually, even though I've used that, it's still kind of stressing me out after oh, yeah. years of conditioning of using a bad set of clippers on all of my sensitive areas. Um, but yeah, so if you use promo code punch, you get 20% off and free shipping on, you should definitely <laughs> just leave it like that. Um, it's going to, this thing is yeah, you should. It's, it's amazing. Especially with the light. Shade. Yeah. You're it's forgetting a, about the little light here. Yeah. It's got an led light. So you can see all those dark nooks and crannies that are usually uh, occupying your under area. Yeah. Um, but the purpose of the lawnmower is not to shave your face. It's to shave privates. And, uh, you, you sort of, you know, you went counterproductive here, but I appreciate your, your effort. Uh, and you put it on display for everybody, man. You just haphazardly willy nilly halfway shaved your face in 30 seconds on our podcast. I did. And I told everyone that, Hey, don't be like me. 
buy two. And the best way to buy two is to utilize our code, which is punch, which will get you 20% off and free shipping. So go to manscaped.com, type in the code punch, get 20% off and free shipping. You know, the thing I didn't really think about here is the amount of beer shavings I have all over my office space now. This is atrocious. Yeah, Yeah, they shoot everywhere. You got to get one of the, um, the aprons with the suction cups that suction to the mirror. Have you seen that? No. It's an apron that goes around your neck, and then there's suction cups, and it suctions to the mirror in the bathroom. And then when you shave, everything go- falls into the apron. And then when you're done, you just take it off and you throw it away. Oh, I like it. Very convenient. Very convenient. Just like the code, punch, manscaped.com. That's right. Saves you 20% and gets you free shipping. All right, Trey, I got kids I got to lay down for bed. I appreciate you, brother. Great job last week. We are going to circle back next week and talk about everything that happened at UFC 248 because we have a lot to talk about there. Time was a little bit of a factor this episode. We try to make it so it isn't, but it was this time. We will circle back. We will talk about the Joanna Wei Zhang fight, and we will talk about the ever, ever, ever interesting Israel Adesanya Yoel Romero fight next week for that card or for that, yeah. that episode. I love it. Let's do it. All right, buddy. Until Cheers. Next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park